What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 475 of the Smart Out Moments Smack Talk podcast, Hot Tags of the Week, where we'll be breaking down some of the current events and rumors and news and gossip and trademarks and other kinds of things that we want to talk about that's happened in the world of pro wrestling over the past few days. I should just add trademarks as a regular thing, because it seems like that's like a weekly thing at this point. I'm your host as always, Tony Mango, and your host as always joining me is Robert E. Felice. Now, Tony, do you own my real name and likeness? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, dude, do I owe you money? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> That's, uh, you're going to find a subscription to Patreon. <laughs> it's popped out of nowhere one day. You're going to be like, hey, I didn't do that. But you should. So if you're interested, patreon.com slash moment if you want to help us grow. That would be greatly appreciated, even if it's a dollar. Ten dollars and up gives you access to the dark casts that are Patreon exclusive, and we recently did one of those. So go ahead and check that out. We're going to do another one pretty soon, too. And actually, maybe even a third one for this month. Uh, yeah. Hopefully trying to get some more, trying to pump out as much uh, podcast as we possibly can. We're really pumping out some content this year already. We really are. Um, we did the uh, the AEW uh, award thing. Uh, right. Not, not the AEW award and thing. That's what it was. <laughs> that's what it was labeled as, right? AEW award thing, thing of thing, something. You know, <laughs> that's what it would have been great. Uh, no, we've done uh, some different things here and there. We are going to do one for the Paul Heyman SmackDown podcast coming up. So you know, it's uh, something to pay attention to. But obviously, that's only if you have the funds. If you do have the funds and you want to help out in some other ways, some of these, uh, the other ways to do that is merchandise shops, Tee Public, and Redbubble. Check them out for Smart Out Moment, A Mango Tees, and Fanboys Anonymous. Hit the applause button on this video on YouTube. Hit the join button as well. If you're over on YouTube, why don't you leave us a comment? You don't have to pay for that. That's something that is great. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about these topics, and I want to know more about what you want to talk about. So go ahead and do that. And again, of course, if you haven't already subscribed to the channel, hit that button, hit the little notification bell. Once you ring that, you'll know when we go live for certain things. Like in the next couple of weeks, we're going to do the quarter one mailbag. So start thinking about some questions. We're going to try to do that live again, the way that we've been doing that. I'm currently in the process of setting up a new computer, so I got to make sure that I get that set up before we do that. Uh, you know, we've got plenty of different things happening and that'll give you some kind of an elite mail alert for you to be able to know when these videos go up and you know that way you can jump on them as quickly as possible not that there's like a you know timer it's not like mission impossible or something but uh hit the like button as well on this video too if you like it because that helps out quite a bit and hit the share button too anyway plugs some of those are out of the way that's pretty quick let's start getting into some of these topics here let's just talk about these trademarks because these trademarks are all over the place we yeah, do know so. two of them for sure now, which are Katrina Cortez and Valentina Faraz. I don't know if that's pronounced correctly or not. Uh, it might be Faroz or Faroche or something. But Valentina is the new name for Rita. I kept saying Rita Reyes, but I asked. Uh, Rita, Rita Reyes, I thought. Apparently Rita. it's Haish. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Caroline, I was like, you know, how would you pronounce this? And she's like, oh, that's Haish. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so Rita Haish is well, now Valentina Faroz. Is she Brazilian? Mm-hmm. Okay, then that's, so, I guess that's, that's, that's a wrap, folks. And uh, Carolina, Carolina Garcia, no, no, who no. went by Catalina. Hold on a minute here. <laughs> we had 
the return of Tony's favorite wrestler <laughs> of 2019, <laughs> Catalina. Who is Catalina. Now, who is now Katrina. <laughs> Katrina Cortez. I wasn't too sure her. if it was her or not. I thought that it was, but I figured that it would be kind of weird if um, they didn't have like any kind of mention of who she was or whatever. But I guess they were just sort of like, hey, you don't remember. Whereas so we, we do. We were all over the place. I was trying to figure out who it was. I thought it might have been uh, Zooksies. 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 Uh, Shoshana. Because <laughs> uh, Catalina last year, or I guess two years ago, was small. And she really bulked out. I like it. I'm okay with it. She's going to be team. I shouldn't say that. Like, I know it. But she could potentially team with Valentina mm-hmm. in the NXT Women's Dusty Classic. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on for sure. I'll save it for later. Because uh, I, I actually even wrote up an article about that. Um, not fully about that, but about some other things. Um, so we know what those trademarks are. Now, we know to a certain extent what some of these are, but we really don't for some of them. Hold so on. Let's, let's, just, let's just get this out of the way here. They trademarked about nine trademarks that were just Chinese characters. Yeah. Just and Chinese symbols. So I... There's and no way I, I'm pronouncing this correctly. I'm not, I'm not going to allow you to. <laughs> they trademarked several uh, seemingly Chinese names. Oh, I'm like going to try. <laughs> like a, like a new woo or show. It's like a, I believe Shang Lin is one of them. So there's the hand. <laughs> I can pronounce that right. <laughs> Unless that's not pronounced right, and then, then fuck me, right? You know, if that's not pronounced then. So then there's S H O U, which is either Shu or Shao or Show. I'm going with or David. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that that means the same thing or something, doesn't it? As the hand, isn't that one of those? Like uh, that that's the character for that or something? Ah, uh, well, I know that one of the characters translates to the hand. It sounds like uh, it's just like, why didn't these guys do their research? Uh, I don't know Chinese. That's why. <laughs> so it's too hard for me. Sorry. But there's, I've seen on some websites, it's Shi Gun. And on some, it's Shi Hun. It's S H I and then either G U N or H U N. It's H U N. It's the H U N one, not the G U N. It's H U N. Yeah. So Shi Hun or Shi Hun. Go directly to the source, guys, because sometimes. Uh, aggregates can make typos. I've been guilty of it. it go directly to Timothy Bachelor. <laughs> well, let's just go right there. Shall we? <laughs> There's she Zui. I'm guessing that's how you spread it. It's the S H I, but then there's Z U I. There's Qian Sha. Might be pronouncing that one right. And we did see that pop up on the screen with Xia Lee. So that might be the name of the group. But then again, you would think that they would be called the hand. Then there's the witch. Well, no, because here's the deal. They, they, they trademark so many fucking terms that like the witch has to be the that woman. Woman. Right. The hand could be the the wise old man. Maybe it's Boa. Boa looks like he's in the Matrix. That's true. This he's very really uh the man from nowhere. This was very good. 
Is that the movie, The Man from Nowhere? South Korean movie? It's pretty good. Huh. Now I'm now I'm curious. I don't want to make a. I was gonna say I don't want to make an ass of myself as if I haven't already. <laughs> Man from nowhere. Let's see. That is the movie that I was talking about. Yeah, uh, Korean film. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, I would recommend it uh, for anybody who's interested in Korean cinema. As if I'm some big friggin' uh, source of that. Um, there's the bridge. I dig it. Diamond mine. But not mine. So it's like uh, diamond mine for what? Like, like, do they have like? I don't know. Like, well, this doesn't necessarily have to all be pertaining to the thing, to the uh, the NXT stable with Zaylee and Boa. Yeah, it might be maybe like diamond mine is the new name for Brianna Brandy or something. Malcolm Bivens group. On the diamond mine. There's a uh, Nuwu. There's yeah. uh Yu, I think it's what it is. Q I U uh U U uh, U U uh Y U E. There's Quan Tuo. Uh, I, I, no way I'm pronouncing this one right. Kiao Liang. Q I A O L I A N G and G Lu. And the Covenanter, which is like that's, that's not ca- that's not catchy at all. That's got to be the old man. The Covenanter, that's terrible. Like Diamond Mine. Okay, let's see what happens. The Witch. I uh, like the name Diamond Mine. And all these like you know Tian Sha and whatever. Like I don't I don't know what they mean, so I can't really comment on them. But like the Covenanter, that's like um, yeah, there's a we we're starting a. A podcast about that we're going to be doing. You guys are going to be hearing it soon of um, going over the James Bond films. And there's uh, like an off, not an offshoot. Uh, you wouldn't even call it a parody either, but like a copy of like the whole, like, let's try to do our own James Bond called the liquidator. <laughs> and it's like, that just doesn't sound all that impressive. It's a great song though. Shirley Bassey um, does it. So there's, all those things. There's also MSK. No idea what the fuck that is. And then there's two that I'm pretty sure we know what they are, which is Nash Carter and Wesley. They gotta be Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler, right? Have they not named them yet? They've they never not, dropped their names. Have they not just said it's Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake? Nope. I'm certain that Corey had to call them out on it. Even if they did. I'm positive at this point that it's going to be like King Corbin's associates, Nash Carter and Wesley, because Wesley Blake, Wesley and Nash Carter definitely seems like something that Steve Cutler would want to call himself. But there's also Zachary Wentz and Desmond Xavier. I can see Desmond Xavier being a, I go, I can see a, a Wentz being a Wesley. I don't know if Desmond Xavier would be good being Nash Carter, but you know, I got to assume it's the Forgotten Sons. I, I'm looking now. Yeah, they they're still in the roster as Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake. I think it's just because they didn't change it. it. That could always be. So those are all like I don't know the last time that they would have done this, where they were just like, let's just trademark every possible <laughs> variation of all this kind of stuff. 
there can't be, for instance, that many new signings from China, right? I they have to know what they're doing here. I'm so excited to find out. Because it seems like it's from China. Now, to be honest, I'm a little ignorant of like New Wu might re- read more as like a Japanese type of thing or something. I don't think so. Based off of the fact that we know some of these are flat out Chinese characters Chinese and everything. Symbols, yeah. But, you know, maybe one of these in the mix is uh, something elsewhere. But it seems like it would be revolving around the Xia Li thing. And we have seen Tian Sha pop up on the screen. So that's at least pointing in that direction. But that seems crazy to be like, they're still calling them Boa and Xia Li. So you can't even say that they've been rechristened like Shi Hun and Jilu or something. That's just nuts. There's like 19 trademarks going on right now. And I have no idea what the hell any of them are for. And MSK was trademarked separate from all those on uh, January 4th. No idea what the fuck MSK is. And you want some breaking news? On January 5th, they trademarked, these are far less exciting, Shaw Samuels, Leon Ruff, and Davikano. Yeah, Shaw Samuels is somebody that I didn't even know was, I guess, a part of the roster now. Uh, Tony Gill, apparently on the roster now. Is that like a 1990s WWF jobber? <laughs> it's uh, somebody, who, I think he was in Impact or something. They have a Gervinder Singh and a Grisinder Singh. So I keep getting confused because it's like, goddamn, that's like basically like Bob Williams and Bobby Williams or something. Like it's so close. Actually, that's yeah, you know, it's closer than even that is because there's only one letter off. So they are definitely changing some names around, and they do that, you know, from time to time. They switch around like NXT names, and they like owning the trademarks to these names. So not too surprised about that. I'm just really surprised about how many. Of these Chinese, oh, these Chinese trademarks that they've actually done, I I don't know what they have planned, but I'm so curious. Yeah, I'd love to hear some speculation though. Drop them in the comments below. What do you think? Like Diamond Mine is going to turn out to be, or the bridge? Like the bridge? Okay, might be cool. Sometimes they do something that's uh sounds a little bit blah, and then ends up being cool. Sometimes they do something that is blah, and it ends up being blah, like the mechanics. Yeah, wasn't great. Yeah, not a big fan of that. I remember when they trademarked the revival. I'm like, oh, is this gonna be like a pay per view or you know? And it's like, no, it's it's tag team Dash and Dawson for some reason. Uh, let's talk about the fact that there's not only the trademark stuff going on, but um, there's copyright stuff when it comes to music to talk about. People are like, oh my god, this pod- uh, podcast is only gonna be about legal stuff. <laughs> no, it isn't, but. AEW has some new entrance music for Jungle Boy because Tony Khan bought the rights to be able to use the song Tarzan Boy, which is so perfect. It's so good. I thought that it was a rip at first when they started playing it on uh, Dark because I'm like, oh, it's Dark. They fuck around, you know, like you listen to Taz on commentary and they're constantly fucking around. And I'm like, that they can't be really playing Tarzan Boy. It's got to be like the first couple notes or something just to kind of, you know, whatever. And they played the whole song. And I'm like, you know, I've always liked the song. And so I already like the fact that that's a song that they're going to use. But I'm like, it's Tarzan Boy and it's Jungle Boy. And it's got this good opening that like do, 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 do kind of thing. So it's got the good thing that I like with theme People songs. People will get so into that opening. 
Yeah, everybody's gonna yeah. start going. Oh, 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 oh. Big fan of the song. Big fan of them using that for Jungle Boy. Big fan of the '80s. Am I right? Like a lot of good stuff in the '80s. A lot of bad stuff. You know, a lot of bad stuff. But like a lot. Of seems good like stuff. <laughs> seems like I would trade that for uh, <laughs> the stuff we've got going on these days. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe people like tasing themselves in the balls or something. But uh, big fan of this switch. Um, he also said that he had bought the rights to the song that they used in the Birdie Lee um, tribute. He brought that in uh, perpetuity. So that's they're not going to have to worry about needing to get a new song for that kind of footage, which is good. That's awesome. That's how these things should be done. And since we had gotten the news that the TNT championship title design, not the title itself, but the design was being retired in honor of Brody Lee. We didn't know exactly what they were going to change. And it seems at least for now that all they're changing is the strap and they've made it a black strap and it is so much better. <laughs> yep. It's just, it. it's the same thing I've been saying about all of these championships. Black yeah, straps look better for the red strap just to be like, Hey, it's the TV title. Like the eighties. Yeah. I don't like, the multicolored strap stuff going on. The white looks good on some belts. Most belts probably would look good with the white, but I never liked, for instance, warriors, yellow belt or purple belt. And it's weird to see like Sergeant Slaughter holding the purple belt. For instance, I'll yeah, talk about that right. when we get into the uh, Royal Rumble 1991. We're going to do a podcast about that later on this month. Hell yeah. And I never liked the uh, the red strap for the TNT championship, so I am a huge fan of them switching it over to the black. Yeah. And if it's Darby Allen better. Yeah, that too. Not that, like, you know, it wouldn't help with everybody else, but the fact that he's got this whole dark aesthetic, carrying around that red championship wouldn't really look all that great. I like the black thing. I think that that's a good step. I would have been okay if they would have done a completely different design. But I see why you know, they put a lot of effort into doing this already, and it's pretty recent. So, black strap yeah. is a thumbs up for me. They get to retire a variation of that in honor of him, and they get to upgrade the championship. So I'm like, yeah, this is... I just want to, let's talk a little bit about the awesome stuff that they've done for Brody Jr. Uh, there's the contract. Like, of course, it only goes into effect when he turns 18 if he wants to be a wrestler. And it's so cool of them to do that. Cause now he can always say he's working towards that. Um, they had, he went training with, uh, I think it was at Natty and TJ's place. And yeah, with Liv Morgan was, and, and I uh, who else. Davey boy Smith jr. Was watching on the outside. I thought that was really cool. Uh, he got to have a promo with Marco stunt on dark. Like, it's all great. I'm such a big fan of what they've done for this child. He cut that promo. He got a promo against Luther, <laughs> which was great. Where he's like, You think you're like tough because you got a stupid red dot on your head? And all this. It's like, give that kid the belt. I mean, they did, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, uh, negative one's cool. I like negative one. He's clearly becoming one of the best wrestlers. <laughs> just period. 
I thought you were gonna follow yeah. that up with something. No, 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 no. I I said what I said. He's passionate. He wants to do it. I'm all for it. I love seeing like footage of him like hitting Rusev with a Singapore cane backstage and like uh. And Rusev just like, oh, it's not bad. Do it again. Uh, pinning Adam Cole. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Wrestling can be cool sometimes. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about this. Um, these two things that they mentioned on NXT because we had New Year's Evil. So let's actually let's talk about New Year's Evil. Let's just uh, you know, see what what we're gonna run down there. Damien Priest, uh, Priest, Priest. There's an R in it, not Damien Priest. Damien Priest lost to Karrion Cross, and there's been talk that he was supposed to come up to SmackDown last week and tag with Kevin Owens. For seemingly no reason, and thankfully, they, that all the time. they thought about it ahead of time and said, "This makes no sense," and shot it down. That's literally how they debuted Ember Moon. Who did she team with? Nia. Nia, right? Yeah. So I don't know why they think that that's a good idea for those things, and then it doesn't go anywhere. Like at least with Nia and Ember for a couple weeks, it seems like they might form a tag team. That wasn't going to be the case with Kevin Owens and Davian Priest. Kevin Owens even pointed out, he's like, we have got nothing in common. Like, why would we be a tag team? I hope that that wasn't like a shot against Priest and more so just he's got a completely different character. We wouldn't mesh, you know? I did. I don't mind the idea of Priest versus Roman. Yeah, I actually thought that he might become a surprise person for that gauntlet match that was tonight. Amazing. Which we'll, we'll be talking about that for sure. Oh, yeah. So Karen Cross beat Damian Priest I and it seems I hate his finisher I hate that forearm I hope that's a one one and done I actually don't even remember it honestly <laughs> imagine Lex Luger's running forearm but it's not Lex Luger hmm. so it's like not the total package it's not the total package it's just you know half it's the package, package. <laughs> maybe you should call it suspicious package or something like just some other kind of idiom or something. What other uh, package has been delivered? You know, one of those kind of things. Uh, you know I what they... Said, I almost said carrier pigeon. Just move on. <laughs> it's, well, he's got carry on. So, it's you know, you get a carry on when you go into, uh, like, airports. And, you know, that's a package of sorts. <laughs> okay, we're, we're off the rails. <laughs> no, we're going to get even more off the rails because I'm sticking to this. <laughs> He could be, you need a character, all right? So you have like a UPS delivery guy. And when they hit their finisher, they say that the package has been delivered. But when they're about to hit it, they go, you need to sign for this. And then they hit <laughs> <it's> a oh. <laughs> Or that's, they could hit them with the delivery fee. <laughs> they don't make anybody sign for packages anymore. Yeah, that's why it wouldn't work. <laughs> that's the one reason why it wouldn't work. I know, yeah. I hate me too, but <laughs> everybody in the comments, I know, I know. I say go ahead and do it. See, this is what you would get if I wasn't creative. At least one character might do that at some point, even if it was like a... Um, you would just bring back the occupational gimmicks. I'd be lying if I didn't say that there were <laughs> notes 
in my files of occupation gimmick characters that they could create, including a character that could be very like a pro surfer and have moves like the hang 10, you know? Ah, ridiculous. (laughs) So we got some announced teams for the Dusty Rhodes tag team classic. It seems like it's all over the place though. They announced like six and then seven and then eight. And now it says it might be 16, but they've announced 12. It's they've announced 11. It was 12 the last time I checked. I counted 11 this morning. But I've lost track. So at the very least, we know it's Everrise, Breezango, The Undisputed Eras, Adam Cole, and Roderick Strong. Drake Maverick and Killian Dane, Kurt Stallion and August Gray, Grizzled Young Veterans, Imperium. Later on, they announced Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory are going to represent The Way. It seems like Legato Del Fantasma is in there. Who else am I forgetting? Um, I'm going to pull up the full list. Because there's, there was like twelve or so. The last that I had double checked. Two. Uh, there's Maverick and Dane. Yeah, I said them. Uh, hold on. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Now I'm counting twelve. Fuck off. So uh, there, I August, the other one I missed were uh, Kushida and Leon Ruff, Leon Ruff and Jake Atlas and Isaiah Swerve Scott. And that piggybacks off of an announcement on Two Hundred Five Live. That says 205 Live is actually going to matter, folks, because you're going to host some of these matches. Which, to me, I'm assuming is going to be mostly like Legato against Atlas and Scott. And obviously, and, like 205 Live needs to be the 205 the Live people. Boys against Everise for the 50th time. Yeah. And they fought Gray and Stallion tonight, which is like, wouldn't that just be the first round? You know, whatever. I am assuming, no, of course, at this point. That unless some kind of special team gets brought in, like an induced share, or... Okay, you're going to need four more teams. Either way you go with this. So who else could we have for these teams? They're definitely just pairing up some random-ass people at this point. Um, well, you're going to have the Rascals, I think. So, uh, whatever Zachary Wentz and Desmond Xavier are called, that'll be them. We could get Lucha House Party because they've popped up here and there in NXT recently. Oh, that's happening. So that's 14. Okay, we need two more teams. Uh, They already have Atlas and Kushida and Scott, so those can't be in there. I almost pulled a um, uh, Michael Douglas and Ant-Man there when I said Scott. Scott! <laughs> Is Cameron Grimes hurt? He hasn't been around for a while, yeah. I don't know. If he's healthy, then Grimes and, and Loomis. <laughs> Cameron Grimes. Uh, you would assume I would I would I would assume at the very least that the NXT UK side isn't going to be a part of this. So no Mustache Mountain, no South Wales subculture, no Hunt, no Pretty Deadly. That's a damn shame. Those Timothy, Th- Timothy Thatcher is not injured. Correct. He is. No, he is. That's a legit injury? I thought it was a fake one. Listen, I don't... All right. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I'll explain this to you the way it was explained to me. One website wanted me to write it up. The other said, they said he was injured. He's injured. If it's a storyline, there's no need to write it up. Meltzer presented it like it was real. Johnson presented it like it wasn't. I am in the middle. 
I just want Timothy Thatcher to come back so we can do this fight then. So if he's not injured, maybe he teams up with somebody at some point. Um, maybe they team up like Tony Nese and Arya Davari because they've been hanging around each other quite a bit. Why? Why do you want to see more two of five live teams? I don't. I'm just trying to think of the people that they could use. Bronson Reed and Babatunde are right there. The big thick boys. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we need. Okay. And then we could say, well, one of them's big and one of them's thick. Some other people aren't. <laughs> that could be the commentary for that. Uh, I'm still working under the assumption that the winning team is going to be either Undisputed Era or Grizzled Young Veterans. Unless they really want to put the rascals over. I want to go with the Undisputed Era. Just because I love them. You know, like, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I love the Undisputed Era. I think they're great. They're my number one team right now. I do think that they're most likely going to be the ones that win. Because it's easy. You know, they fight Lorcan and Birch, and then somebody like Grizzled Young Veterans can be the uh, the next in line, you know? But they also announced that there's going to be a women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. And Stop I, it right there. Why is this not called the Jumping Bomb Angels Invitational? <laughs> I don't think you want to put bomb out there these days. Uh, listen, that was pre that. Okay. <laughs> Why is this not called the Jumping Bomb Angels Invitational? Do you think that they really would go with the Jumping Bomb Angels and not the Bella Twins Invitational? Well, if you're going to go with the Bella Twins, it's got to be the. Uh, Bella know, the Ball. I really wanted to go with Bella the Ball. That would be Bella the Brawl. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it only better if JR were to announce it. But that's uh that's a thing. We don't know any of the teams. We don't know when it's gonna happen. Oh, well, let's speculate. I mean, we know two of the teams pretty much for sure. It's Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, and then it's Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae. I'm um, oh, we also have the Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro, the Spitfire Warriors. Correct. I'm going to throw out there that you do something like Shotzi and Ember. Yep. I'm going to suggest that, well, the Riot Squad are on loan from SmackDown. Because they talked about this depth, right? This female roster depth. And then I'm like, I don't see it. NXT's got a good roster, but they don't have the tag teams. Like, who's Tony Storm going to team up with? Uh, Not Ember Moon, that's sure. Yeah. We know that um, Aaliyah and Robert Stone have already tweeted out that they're looking for somebody to team with. And Shotzi suggested Skylar's story, Brandi Lauren, and then said the reason why is because she wants to be able to beat them both up. And... uh, Robert Stone replied something like, Shotzi, call me up, boo, or something. <laughs> like, so uh, we I might get born in bougie. She change her name to uh, Skylar's story. On yeah. Social. I'm assuming she's a part of it. And uh, she's either Aaliyah's partner or she's going to team up with, like, I don't know, uh, Jessica Mia or something. But she could team up with Vanessa Bourne and bring back the born and bougie thing. Well, put... Put story with somebody immediately and make her a thing. You know, like, why wait? 
There's a Mercedes Martinez. She might be a part of it in some fashion. She ain't Tina with shit. She going after that belt. <laughs> That's all she's doing. Seems like that would be the case. And it seems like that would probably happen at the next takeover, which is happening on February 14th. Oh, hold on. Because one more team that has to be this thing. Where or oh, where are Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke? Yeah, you know what? They definitely need to be a part of this. They should win it for that matter. Yeah, you really want to do something with them. Shit. They should wreck shit. Totally. Have them win it. Have them be the ones that can challenge Asuka and Charlotte and have Shayna Baszler screw Asuka and Charlotte on behalf of uh, Duke and Shafir. And then they're a team and we don't have to ask, well, what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing on Raw? <laughs> Why are there so many ostriches? Or whatever the hell that thing was. Uh, oh, we also, of course, we mentioned it earlier, uh, Valentina and Katrina. Seems like they would be an obvious team. I'm just going to look at the uh, Performance Center roster right quick. I would assume Xia is not going to team up with the woman that we don't know the name of yet, the witch or whatever. Just uh, because it seems like if they build her up like that, then they're going to have to have them win. That's a safe bet. Then again, maybe that's the point. I don't know. Zia Lee, though, she beat Katrina Cortez, and uh, I am such a big fan of Zia Lee. Like, she's great. Yeah, it was worth the wait. But it looks cool. You mentioned him earlier, looking like a Matrix character or something. Uh, Seraph, I think, was a character. In, uh... Maybe he's wearing white, though. Eh, maybe they'll put him in a way outfit. Uh, there's Brianna Brandy. I, she should do something. There's Emily and Zulis. She's uh, Ivy Nile, I think is her name now. I hear you say that name all the time. And, and there's... All the time I'm just like, who... Uh, she's a blonde girl. She popped up in Raw Underground, like, twice. There's uh, Anriel Howard. It's a name that I remember coming across recently that they signed not too long ago. Simone Johnson, of course, if she's able to. Just put her in the ring already. <laughs> Well, she last time I checked, she had like an arm injury or something, so she might still be injured. And we still haven't seen Sari yet. I think she's still in Japan or wherever she is. Yeah. But uh, that's happening at some point. They didn't say when. Seems like it probably would be later on in the year, maybe, or something. Or maybe it's just going to happen afterward. Like, maybe they're going to do the men's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic and then just move on to the women's. It's weird that they would announce it now, though. You know? Yeah. I would think that if it's going to take place a while later, that they're going to, that they would have been better off waiting until the end of this tournament and just been like, all right, you know, the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic is over, but that's not the only one you're going to get this year because we're going to do a women's one in the next couple of weeks. Or, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm curious where they're going with that. I would like to see it just happen immediately. You can yeah, never just do have both at much, the same time. Why not? You can never have too much women's wrestling. I'm not like, well, you know, like, obviously I watch all wrestling, but I like women's wrestling. I like it when it's good, just the same as everything else. I like good things. I don't like bad things. <laughs> I'm very, uh, uh, very fair. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez be Rhea Ripley last one was Sandy match seems like Rhea Ripley is more and more and more likely to go up to the main roster same with Damian Priest 
There, um, we we didn't really talk about it. The NXT TakeOver event, February 14th. They need to call this St. Valentine's Day Massacre. NXT TakeOver, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. That's it. It's a mouthful. Yeah. Whatever. WWE presents NXT TakeOver, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. 2021. (laughs) Just for the sake of adding it in there. I, I would do it. By the way, not going to talk about anything on uh, NXT UK. Ben Carter popped up. He lost a Cruiserweight title match. That's it. Uh, mistake. And I won't get into it because t- Tony already cut me off. But hey, <laughs> G- Ginny won. Yeah, and somehow that's, that's yeah, that's the thing. But yeah, no, it's good because uh, it means we won't see uh, Piper Niven face Kaylee Ray for the 50th time. And uh, we still have Finn Balor as champion because he beat Kyle O'Reilly. So um, not too shocked about that. So on the NXT side of things, the takeover thing, that's one thing that obviously we're going to talk about at another point when we get a little bit closer to that. I'm assuming right now at the very least that the most likely lineup of things we're going to get is the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic or the Tag Team Title Match. One or the other. Kind of depends. Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross. Yoshirai versus Mercedes Martinez. And, no, no. Two more matches. Um, either way, it'll be good. Should be. It's uh, it's NXT, which will not uh, have a presence on Royal Rumble weekend, and I'm okay with that. Outside of the fact that some people in NXT are going to be in it. Nah, well, will they really be from NXT at that point? That's true. Well, they'll pitch it as like, that's Damian Priest from NXT. Look at him get eliminated. Because <laughs> that's basically what they do. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm going to take charge here. Let's talk about Switchblade. Jay White. About Jay White. Teasing the at the Rumble. very least that he doesn't want to be wrestling for New Japan anymore. And I just assumed. Now, I didn't watch um, much of Wrestle Kingdom. I both nights I forgot what time it started. <laughs> you should have called. You should have called me, Tony. And I was up. I was watching. <laughs> both nights at five twenty something in the morning, I was like, "Oh shit, Wrestle Kingdom!" <laughs> and so I watched the Jay White match, and I watched the uh, Ibushi and um, Naito match, and the latter half of the Osprey match. And what else did I see? You saw some good stuff. I don't think that was it, but I, I honestly I can't remember what else that I would you have seen. Saw uh, the the juniors match Takahashi against Ishimori. Nope. And maybe you don't know their name. No, I, I definitely didn't see it. Uh, well, the important thing is the Jay White situation. Jay White wrestled for forty eight minutes. The Crazy. longest match in the history of Wrestle Kingdom. Longer than Kenny and Okada. Now, the t- first. Crazy that Ibushi had wrestled for 30-something minutes beforehand, I think. The night before? The night before, yeah. So, Ibushi, madman. Iron um, Man. Uh, Jay White. Need, look, he's good in New Japan. If he wants to stay there, stay there. He'll be so good for AEW. If he wants to go there... Please go there. He's the surprise the Royal Rumble needs. 
And I'm going to go a step further. Should he enter the Royal Rumble, he should win. And challenge Drew McIntyre? Absolutely. Because obviously it's not Roman Reigns. Absolutely. I want Jay White in WWE. I know he could be more of himself in AEW, but at this point, AEW has had a couple people that I feel like they haven't done as good of a job with as they think that they could have, like Brian Cage, for instance. And there's enough people in AEW right now that I feel need to move up to that next level that if Jay White goes there, it's just going to be one more person that's fighting for that. Whereas with WWE, I'm like, yeah, people are kind of like stuck in their positions. Let's get a new guy. What I've seen of him, I like. He's so good. His and character he, work is so good. He's like 28 or something. Probably. So that's like, you don't got to worry about that. You know, obviously he's not like uh Tyler Bate where he's like, you know, 12 or whatever. Tyler Bate. How old is Tyler Bate now? 21. Crazy kid. It's a kid. <laughs> I hate yeah. that. I can say that. Um, God, I'm so old. Uh, the uh, the 28 year old thing with Jay White means that he's got a bright future. Yeah. And if he comes to WWE, I mean, I know that there's part of me that goes, well, maybe he should go through the NXT system and then he can make a big deal. But no. you know what? He's no. good enough that he doesn't need to. I'm sorry. If you wrestle 48 minutes in the Tokyo Dome, you ain't going to NXT. That is a disservice. Go to WrestleMania. Jay White should be the first person in the history of wrestling to main event Wrestle Kingdom and then main event Mania. Hmm. I wouldn't be opposed Uh, to it. I mean, listen, unless you have The Rock right now, like this might be the one guy who can cause Roman Reigns to not main event. Well, there's Vince McMahon. He's a guy that could cause him not to. (laughs) He could, he could as well. <laughs> or there's Adam Pierce. Uh huh. I'll talk about. <laughs> I'll talk about that a little bit. Um, when I had first seen this report about Jay White, I misread the uh, post. I, f- I think it was Wrestling Inc. Shout out to them. Uh, I read it shout as Jay. Michael. Shout out to everybody. <laughs> you listening? Shout out to you too. Um, I misread it as Jay Lethal. And I was like, I was like, oh, Jay Lethal might come to WWE. They waited long enough. I guess he'll probably pop up in NXT and he'll probably be, you know, one of those like, uh, you're an old talent, but you can work with a lot of other people, whatever. Then I'm like, why is it saying about New Japan? I'm like, oh, shit, it says Jay White. Oh, shit. No, it's even better. (laughs) You know, because it's like, then you're not getting somebody who's on that veteran side like that. You're getting somebody who's like in their prime. In their prime. Or hasn't even reached prime, maybe even necessarily. So I'm all for this idea of Jay White coming to WWE. I like that Russell votes, which is always reliable. Had put out something about it being game time. Kind of makes and you I, think I'm that it's Triple H it. who's uh, bringing him in, which I'm not surprised. I'm he should go straight to the main roster there. I think so. We've got some stuff about uh, maybe NXT India. Maybe not. I don't know. The WWE Network is no longer available in India. No, it's available. It's just not available in its current format. You have to go through through your network 
uh, through your like cable. I don't know what they have over there. It's a but Sony. They have to go through Sony Live, right? Sony Ten One, or I think Sony Ten Three, one of those kind of things. Uh, I think it's the name of it. Where they they got to go through that or whatever. It's not like the regular WWE network, which would seem like it's kind of a bad time to start something like an NXT India if that's the case. But maybe that's actually part of the deal. Uh, plenty of countries do the network different than we do it. Canada has it through their cable provider. It's just like a TV channel. How do you get to select things? You don't. They give you the live feed. Or I guess on the internet you can sign in, but you have to sign in through your cable provider. Hmm. Kind of like we do with HBO. Well, I guess if they do it like that, then that's another thing. But it's still kind of a shame that it wouldn't be the same as what it would should be, you know? Right. But maybe there's something up there. Maybe the fact that this is changing, maybe there is more confirmation of NXT India. And maybe this was part of the deal of like, well, you know, you, you do this deal, switch it over, give us a show, do that, you know. Wouldn't be shocked. I, I also want to touch on how Jeff Jarrett is heavily involved with whatever this India project is. And he's the guy to do it. He I didn't know that. He gave us Rinka King. You remember Rinka King? Rinka uh, King. Rinka King. I've liked saying it more than I know anything about it. Because I keep saying it as Rinka King. Which Rinka sounds King. like it's like a character in like a Donkey Kong Country or something. like. Because there's all like the uh, King K rule. Whatever. Ring, ring There's King, King K. Rule and Ring Cooking. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> what does Ring Cooking stand for? King of the Ring, right? I think so. Ring, the Ring's King or something. The Ring King. Oh, yeah, King of the Ring. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Ring. Uh, Alexa, stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to tell you that there's multiple devices named Ring Cooking. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, WWE Network in India, something to, to watch out for a little bit. Let's talk about some of the stuff that happened on Monday Night Raw. In particular, the Legends Night stuff was kind of all over the place. We had this Hulk Hogan H phone thing. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> no, not what. Why? How, when, who? <laughs> Hulk Hogan. That was a terrible opening. Just so stupid. Um, we did a Try whole thing with... Next week, same age time, same age channel. <laughs> <laughs> we had a whole thing with The New Day and Miss TV and whatever. Teddy Long comes out and he's like, you know, we're going to settle this right now because you're going to go one-on-one with The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> they have fully embraced that. I like it. And then he sets up a tag team match player. Um, um, I like when Teddy comes out and does that kind of stuff. Me too. Uh, Orton with uh, Charlie Caruso, Lex Bliss, take, blah, blah, blah. Take, take this slow. Take it, take it slow. The man said he was mad at himself for not lighting a human on fire and that he was going to find some old friends and, I don't know, potentially light them on fire. <laughs> well, at that point, I was like, "Well, you just gotta burn up Ric Flair, then, you know, like just and, set him on fire." Well, no, I think uh, Ric Flair's got enough alcohol in him through the years that he shouldn't be near fire. 
you know how we joke all the time that Flair pretty much like all you have to do is look at him and he's going to start either crying or bleeding. Yeah. Maybe he just looks at him and he just spontaneously combusts. <laughs> I listened to a podcast about spontaneous combustion last night. It doesn't yeah. happen. <laughs> like, I don't know why of these course. people think that that's a thing. Of people are like, there's a case, I forget the name of it, I'm going on a sidebar here, but I'm sure you guys will find it funny. There's a case where somebody is like, yeah, and this person just started breathing fire like a dragon. It's like, no, they didn't. <laughs> they were not sitting on their chair doing nothing, and then they turned into a, a goddamn thing from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like, <it's... laughs> Does in fact get in the way of a good story <laughs> I guess though if that's a way to go you know yeah. uh, you know what happened to Bill uh, I turned into a dragon <laughs> you know? sweet oh man I thought he got a car accident it's, like, it's kind of like nah dragon <laughs> um, I like the Randy stuff yeah Randy's great I love that he's like basically trying to figure out a way to get back to being an evil oh, son of a bitch <laughs> Like he bumps into Big Show and he's just like, "Yeah, you want to fight, don't you? You want to, you want to, you want to kick my ass? Well, I'm gonna kick your ass." And Big Show's like, "Nah." And Randy's, Randy's just sort of like, "Damn it!" <laughs> you know, kind of like, "What was with Mark Henry on the scooter? Is he really getting around like that?" I hope not. Yeah, that made me really sad. I was assuming that maybe there was some kind of a reason for it that wasn't really like super duper serious. Like maybe he just had some kind of like surgery or something but i'm hoping that he's not getting around like that because he was on the one side so maybe he right. maybe twisted his ankle recently or something you know uh i again i like randy randy's he should win the royal rumble i <laughs> everybody <laughs> should win the royal rumble right <laughs> Listen. Eight winners of the, this year's royal rumble still called steve austin said randy orton should win the royal rumble that's a hell of an endorsement should he win, he said, though, or should he be eliminated and nobody knows, so then win and then not win? <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, again, sidebar, sorry, folks. Uh, Steve Austin was interviewed by Ryan Satin, and he talks about like how he's like, yeah, I didn't like Royal Rumbles. They're too chaotic. And he gives an example. He's like, yeah, in 1996, when I was the ringmaster, I was supposed to get a huge push in the Royal Rumble and be one of the final four and then get eliminated by Sean. And there's so much baby oil in the ring that I just slip and I fall out. And I have to tell Sean from the floor, hey, I'm out. And he just looks at me like he's seen a goat. Like, I thought that was really interesting. You've seen a goat? A ghost. That, uh, <laughs> that uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, as the ringmaster, was supposed to be one of the final four. In the 1996 Royal Rumble. So the final four that year was Sean, Diesel, Kama, and Bulldog, right? Yeah. Pretty yeah. sure. So I'm assuming yeah. maybe he... Yeah, uh... when we like the stuff, folks. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Diesel pushes Kama out. Right. Sean, Sean clotheslines Bulldog. Bulldog. And then Sean uh, superkicks Diesel. Superkicks Diesel, yeah. It's a good ending. I like that one. It's a good ending. Uh, maybe he, he was supposed to take Bulldog's spot. Yeah. It didn't. Hmm. I feel like the one that shouldn't have been there, honestly, was Kama. <laughs> nah, he had to be there. He was a supreme fighting machine. <laughs> yeah, but not at that point. <laughs> he was just like, hey, I'm back. Remember me? 
Yeah, I'm Papa Shango, but not really. Give me that gold. I want a necklace. (laughs) Uh, I, I, you know, I, I love Royal Rumbles, so Austin's wrong. But yes, Randy. (laughs) He said Randy Orton should win because he says Randy Orton has never been better, and he's really dialed in. I liked his whole thing throughout this night about approaching these different legends. Um, We'll talk about the Flair thing a little bit later on, but we had another thing with uh, Angel Garza hitting on Alicia Fox. And he bumps into uh, Tatanka and Sergeant Slaughter and Mickey James. Village people. Go ahead. Very much village people. Mickey was dressed up like, uh, yeah, between the two of them. And um, I still don't get why they're just classifying her as a legend. But, you know, Tatanka was really looking forward to this. He was posting on social media a lot about like, I got this thing coming up, you know, whatever. So I'm glad that he was able to do that. That's cool. Uh, Yeah. Tonka's fun. Don't follow him on social media. He's uh, he's pretty active on LinkedIn. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're you're the expert in LinkedIn. Uh, I can find a fiance <laughs> through LinkedIn and Tatanka. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Styles beat Elias. I don't know if Styles is a babyface at this point. Um, I say, also don't know. Yeah, there you go. I was also gonna say I don't know how to pronounce his name anymore because it it was Omos for know, like, like five weeks. It's Omos. So now it's Omos, I guess. It's Omos. Yeah, Omos. Despite despite the fact that it's O M O S, so Omos should be A M A S. Well, you can't tell people how to pronounce their names. If he says it's Omos, it's Omos. Nah. <laughs> He's wrong. It's Omos. There you go. Because if you add the L in there, you got like Edward James Olmos. So it's got to be Omos. Okay. <laughs> That's a justification. And Almas. Andrade Cien Almas. You get rid of the L and it's Almas. He doesn't have a last name anywhere. No, practically nobody does. Technically speaking, is uh, Omos or Amos, is that his first or last name? We don't know. Madonna. Mysteries. <laughs> so it's a Moss now, I guess. Uh, he did a cool thing where uh, Riker was trying to hit him with the guitar, and he just kicks it. <laughs> I like that. I like him. I yeah. he's in the Rumble. That'd be cool. I'd be down for him coming in, eliminating a couple people, then having multiple people team up to get him out, including Styles, who will do like the like the, the Shawn Michaels Diesel. Yeah. I didn't mean to eliminate you. I'm so sorry. Be like, no, 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 that wasn't me. That wasn't me. I didn't do that. I clearly kicked you, but it wasn't me. I was yelling. Right. <laughs> uh, Flair says she's in the Royal Rumble. Check the Royal Rumble stat thing. You'll see the current people on the predictions. Um, Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce beat Asuka and Charlotte Flair because there's a thing with Rick where he's trying to trip Peyton Royce. And instead he just flat out trips Charlotte. <laughs> Well, he demanded Charlotte because Charlotte was cock blocking him. It's that was poorly done. Was and then they hide. did the thing that they've done like eight Every times time. now. Every single time. They just have Charlotte yell at Rick and Rick look really upset every time they're together. Yeah. I don't I get don't, it. They don't need to do it. I they, guess they want to establish that Charlotte's a bitch. Like once. I've, I've done a bitch. I've done not Charlotte's not a bitch. I'm sorry, Charlotte. Well, now it's like she's not supposed to have turned heel, yet she yells at Ric Flair. 
I don't know. Like this, this whole thing felt like it was. This isn't the only thing on the episode too, but this whole thing felt like it was like somebody had a different idea, and they went with half the other script. I'm gonna stop you right there because this is nothing compared to the other thing on the show. Compared to that, no. But it's on the same wavelength of that. It just doesn't make sense, you know. But they got a a thing with um, Seamus talking to Drew McIntyre. Uh, and Hulk Hogan, and there's, there's a funny little segment backstage. And I'll skip over that. Drew McIntyre getting along with and embracing the legends, Hulk Hogan included. <laughs> saying, yeah. hey, hey, brother, what you gonna do? Thank you for embracing me, Hulk. I embrace you. Go on. Talking about how this is like, oh, wow, that's a great endorsement for Hulk Hogan to be saying that he thinks of me as like a, a young version of him, and wow, that, that means a lot. Thank you, Hulkster. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Riddle beats uh, Bobby Lashley, even though Bobby Lashley shouldn't have uh, lost because Riddle was tapping. Why are they doing this thing with the Hurt Business? The whole Cedric and uh, Shelton thing, yeah. All of it. I, why are you breaking them up? Lucha House Party Every- beats them, and they're like, Shelton and Cedric are arguing. So I, these guys are doing great, and they're everybody like... Everybody so clearly said, this is it. Everybody loves this. Mm-hmm. Ah. And Vince is just like, well, damn it, we can't keep tag teams. <laughs> it's like, why not? Because. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it makes no awful. sense. Baszler takes out Mandy Rose before a match, so Dana Brooke can fight her for the second time in a row. And Dana Brooke wins in like a minute. Awful. That, that was just a, a Actually, weird... I shouldn't say awful. At least they're trying with them. It's just weird i i didn't like that and it's not a shot at dana brooke i just didn't like how they did this like none of this really seemed like it was the right way to go for me angel garza is chatting up with uh tori wilson and uh nikki cross backstage nikki cross looking very tiny tori wilson looking uh really tall tori wilson looks very tall and that's that's miss america right there she points out that cardi b's in the other room no, no. She said she brought Cardi B and she mentioned two other people, but nobody meant nobody remembers anybody about Cardi B at this point. Angel Garza, like a moron, goes round the corner and delivers a Cardi B. Like, oh, are you in here, famous rapper Cardi B, that nobody would be crowding around? <laughs> And it's the fucking boogeyman. Of course. And he goes running away. And of course he runs into R-Truth, who rolls him up. That's 46 for R-Truth. 46 times 24-7 champion. Jesus Christ, 46? And... uh, Now there's a record that's never going to be broken. Nobody else is ever going to win any particular championship as many times as R-Truth is winning this. Um, I, I... I don't like that they made guards look so dumb. Like my biggest so issue is you have all of these legends, and, and the only twenty four seven championship title change you have is our truth. Right. You couldn't have given a belt to Tatanka. You couldn't have given a belt to Sergeant Slaughter, or Mickey. She should be a part of the roster anyway. But you know, like maybe it could have been like, uh. Garza's flirting around with Alicia Fox and Fox kicks him in the head and pins him. 
I want to see Melina and Alicia Fox get in the ring. Speaking of Melina, I thought she wasn't coming back. Huh? Huh? <laughs> well, well we I seem know. to remember somebody complaining about, oh, I'm not coming back. And, you know, whatever. It's like, you know, come on, Tamina. Uh, Tamina. Uh, Melina. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I going to blame Tamina for that? Come on, Tamina. Why is Melina saying this? <laughs> yeah, I just, I hate when people do that. Like, oh, he's not con in this movie. Oh, uh, the Marion Cotillard. Uh, uh, she's not playing that character in The Dark Knight Rises. You know? yes, yes, they are. Come on. And it's like, Melina, you're coming back. We know it. And then she pops up and it's like, yeah, we knew it. Yeah. Now, I like Melina. I'd li- I'm glad to see her back into the fold in some fashion. I'd be cool with her popping up in NXT in this uh, women's tag team classic. Maybe tag her with, like, Martinez. That'd be cool. Keep trying. Martinez is getting the belt. Do you think she's actually beating her? Oh, yeah. So I think they're saving oh, yeah. that for Tony Storm. Oh, no. Martinez is beating her. I'd be cool with it. I like Martinez. Yeah. And Melina, if she shows up in the Rumble, then okay. I think she's back. But for now, maybe it was just a one-off. And she should be in the Rumble. That'd be cool. Absolutely. Do the split. I was going to say get a pop, but you know, can't. No fans uh, in attendance She'll anymore. Should get a unanimous pop. Should get a pop at home. You know, people at home will be like, yeah, Melina, cool. And then we go to uh, Keith Lee having a good fight against Drew McIntyre, but coming up short. So, I for a fact that he was winning this belt. They I didn't think he had a chance. The legends are on the stage, and I'm like, why would you have Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair and all of them out there with, you know, a, a raging pandemic in the air. <laughs> Unless they're going to be out there for a major moment. And now Keith, Keith Lee lost, but we did get a major moment, Tony. Well, Goldberg comes out. And for some reason, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you're being real disrespectful. All these legends, you asshole. What's with all this this shit that you're talking about that you don't trust any of them to, to get the job done anymore and that you could beat them all up and what not a single thing that Drew McIntyre even implied let alone didn't say he they have him in one segment with a legend and it's all about how like he respects him and reveres him and Goldberg's like yeah you ungrateful bastard it's like <laughs> who the hell wrote this awful Terrible. Okay. Absolutely terrible. I think McIntyre was supposed to cut a promo at some point that would have given itself to that. And that but is no. a terrible idea as it is. You don't have Drew McIntyre go, yeah, but you know what? I'm better than all these legends. You don't turn that guy heel right now. Well, I told you that they were going to. I thought they would wait for fans to turn him because the fans would be like, all right, we're over you. But now they're just going to turn him. I thought that this was so bad. He can cut the same promo. Oh, I'm carrying this company on my back during a pandemic. And how do they repay me? They bring out a bunch of hobbled out legends. You could do it. He just didn't do it. And it made Goldberg look like a dick. Because he's just like, yeah, bitch, I'm challenging you. What? What? Like, let's go. <laughs> It's kind of like, oh, I heard what you said. Oh, I didn't say anything. Oh, I heard what you were thinking about saying. 
absolutely terrible. It doesn't make any sense. Like, just pure logic. Not even the whole, like, why is Goldberg going to fight Drew McIntyre instead of Goldberg versus Roman Reigns or whatever. But this seems like that's going to take that out of the equation. So, hey, look at that. We're not going to get uh, Goldberg and Reigns at WrestleMania. Uh, I am really worried that we're going to get Goldberg versus somebody else at WrestleMania, though, now. Well, is there a better match for the Thunderdome than Goldberg versus Brock <laughs> Lesnar? If they give this title to Goldberg, <laughs> wait, I could be wait, so wait. pissed. Wait, will you quit watching? I don't know. <laughs> if they just run back Goldberg versus Lesnar, would you just stop? If this ends up being like, I'll I'll put it out there now. If the night of the Royal Rumble, they have Drew McIntyre drop the title to Goldberg, and then Brock Lesnar comes in and wins the Royal Rumble, we're not doing a post show. <laughs> I will be too pissed. Or maybe that's a perfect reason to do one, where I just be like, "So I have my own theory." Twenty twenty one's worse than twenty twenty, guys. <laughs> like you know, that's gonna. So I have my own theory. I think Drew McIntyre is dropping the belt, and I think there's a good chance it's Goldberg versus Reigns and we're merging the belts. Don't, don't take this away from me, Tony. We're merging the belts. That's what we're doing. Okay. That's what we're going to do. We're going to merge the belts. Goldberg, Reigns, merge. I'm hoping it's just McIntyre beats him. But everybody keeps saying that. What on God's green earth makes you think that Drew McIntyre is just going to cleanly beat this man? I don't say I think, I'm hoping. <laughs> like, let's go through this. Goldberg has done two jobs clean. One was to Lesnar after he embarrassed him twice. And the other one was to The Undertaker. Braun Strowman. That doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. It wasn't supposed to be Braun Strowman. Doesn't count. Okay, thank you. Maybe what they want to set up is Keith Lee beats Goldberg. How crazy uh, would it be if it's Matt Riddle? <laughs> like, you know what? If you know, I'd be okay with it. Just if they have Matt Riddle beat Goldberg at WrestleMania, I'll be okay with Goldberg winning that title. I feel bad for Drew, but right. I think that's a good match. But this was just so poorly done. They didn't need to do this little stupid angle, too. Like, they could have very easily just had Goldberg come out and be like, you know, a lot of the legends uh, are out here tonight. I'm a legend. You know, I still think I've got something left in the tank. What do you say? You give me a shot at that belt. The weirdest thing is, Tony, it's Goldberg. He's got the easiest outs. All he had to do. Was go pop up, smile on his face. Drew McIntyre respectfully hands him the mic and he's just laughing. And he just goes, You're next, Spear. Yeah. That's it. We're out. Instead, he's just like, Yeah, that shit that you didn't say. <laughs> Instead, he decides to have dialogue. Like, <laughs> and he already had a, a red dot on his head. I'm like, Did he hit his head backstage? <laughs> yeah. He did not need to pump himself up for that. Oh, God, so, so bad, that whole thing. 
And then what comes out of this a little bit is there's uh, some stuff about Cardi B and uh, Lacey Evans afterward. Yeah, Cardi B was having a good time with the fact that she was trending due to WWE. And she's asking, like, what's going on? And they explain it. And she's like, yeah, I was a huge fan of, like, Batista and Melina and John Cena and, like, all the Ruthless Aggression people. And she was like, I think Trish said some cool stuff. And she's like, oh, my God, thank you. Melina said something cool. And she's like, yeah, I remember you and those two guys, one of whom is on television. Um yeah, <laughs> and looks exactly the same as he did back then, so he can't even like be like, if not better, <laughs> like right. Uh, so then, uh, she said something funny to Vince because then, because I guess she saw the boogeyman thing, and she's like, oh, "Hell no, that's who you have pretending to be me, Vince. You better count your days." I thought that was funny, and then Wale was like, just agree to do WrestleMania. They'll pay you. And she's like, fuck yeah, I'll come get a check. And Lacey Evans said something. And she was like, listen here, I'm not afraid of no white woman. You better not get the fuck off or something to that effect. And they had a nice little back and forth. And Evans had said something like, you know, oh, you better, uh, you might get what you wish for or, you know, like, slap you I'm, silly or something. I don't know. I'm, like, I'm no Nicki Minaj or something like, listen, this era of pop, this area of pop culture is not my thing, but I, I think Cardi B at WrestleMania is a lock. Lacey Evans had said, careful what you wish for you nasty. We aren't Nicki Minaj. You'll get sent home with more than a busted eye. And she's just like, listen here, white woman. And she said, a white woman can't can't never put fear on me, sweetie. Got me fucked up. I was showing love to WWE the whole night yesterday. I don't know where the fuck you came with your unnecessary bullshit. <laughs> and then Lacey responded, oh, bless your heart, Cardi B. You got it all wrong. I heard debut and was giving you a family, a friendly heads up. But since you want to be a badass, keep me in mind when or if you show up to WWE, I'll kick your ass while listening to your music. <laughs> Like, you know, they, they talked about uh, Lacey Evans being like this great Twitter person. And we were like, ah, I haven't really seen any of that. I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Look like, I'll, I'll listen to your music and kick your ass at the same time, you know, whatever. Like, all right. I'll I don't want to see it. Why not? Because I don't I don't care about we got the celebrity to come in and pretend like they're a badass. Neither do I. But at least this is a celebrity who's legitimately on top of the charts. I also just don't really like Cardi B. <laughs> I, I understood, but, you know, that point aside, this is a celebrity who's legitimately on top of the charts. It would get that media coverage, that's for sure. It's better than Gronk. <laughs> uh, maybe she could win the 24-7 title. Maybe she'll yeah. actually take a jump. She'll keep it. <laughs> she can keep it for, like, air, like... Uh, I'm, I'm all for it, though. Anything uh, happen on Dynamite? I mean, to talk about Is that a real question. Any kind of uh, <laughs> you go, okay, you know, any kind of big things, any kind of like you know reunions of any kind. Oh, it's funny that you should mention it. So uh, it's a team Taz. It was, it was uh, <laughs> the middle of the show, and Sting came out, and Teddy Shavani said it's Sting, and that was a reunion. Uh, I mean, most of the stuff we don't need to talk about. You know, Young Bucks and SU beat the Acclaimed in TH2. Ward Lobby's Jake Hager. I thought that was kind of fun. Well, I thought it was interesting that the Acclaimed had a great line. I haven't liked a lot of their raps. Yeah, me neither. 
I thought they, I thought they had a really good. I think it was Max Caster who said, "You say we're the John Cena boys, and that's so petty, but if we're, but we're John Cena, while the Young Bucks are Janetti's." Yeah. Like, yeah, I like that. That's all probably right. the best line that they've had so far. It's like, all right, that's good. The we got like some s- silly stuff that's like, you know, Truck uh, Taylor is gonna be tr- um, Miro's young boy if he loses the match next week, and which is fine. There was a, a weigh in. Brian Cage is a hundred pounds heavier than Darby Allen. I liked it because Taz was like, hey, "He's still not even that. He's got all that heavy shit on." <laughs> I like that. Snoop Dogg did a jump, kind it of. Fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Seems like uh, they might go in that Chaos Project to Matt Seidel thing. Third Eye Blind. <laughs> I love that name. Uh, Ty Conchi is going to fight Serena Deeb for the NWA Women's Championship. Karshita. Give her the belt. She's earned it. She deserves it. Give her the belt. She to beat Abaddon. And yeah. Omega beat Ray Phoenix. And that was the end of the, uh, the, end of the show. So SmackDown was no. <laughs> people would be like, "No, you didn't talk about you." All right, so, uh, John Moxley, you did the same thing Sean did. You skipped over John Moxley. John Moxley gets a promo early in the night. He says, "Listen, I'm not gonna bitch. I'm not gonna moan. But one day you will have to answer to me." He comes out with the barbed wire baseball bat, hits Omega in the, the rib cage, the know, bread basket, in, in the bread basket. I always like scare. that. Scares Don Callis off, and out come Gallows and Anderson, the Impact Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers, two OG members of Bullet Club. And they get the better of Moxley. Uh, Kenny gets up. For some reason, after a very long time, uh, the Varsity Blondes, Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison, decide they want to be heroes. And at that point, out come the Young Bucks. And you know where this is going. As soon as the young books are here, yeah. I at least thought they're gonna tease it. They're not gonna like all be friends because they're gonna be like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing anyway? You're being assholes." No, they, they immediately they super kick Griff Garrison for even touching Kenny Omega, and then, which I thought they weren't allowed to do, they stood in the middle of the ring and did the two sweet, and then put out two sweet merchandise. Yeah, so it's uh, they can't be Bullet Club. That they can't be because it's owned by New Japan. That's New Japan, yeah. But they can be whatever they want to call themselves. They can be. Hey, we all know that these guys are the Bullet Club, <laughs> which is basically what it is. I thought it was kind of funny that they were like, "Oh, is the band getting back together?" It's like I'm pretty sure that they can't also, call themselves the band either because uh, don't do, don't do the band. They probably can. I'm sure that they don't own that. Impact might still own it. I don't know. No, they don't fucking own anything, Tony. Come on. They never roll over, so, you know. I didn't like that, though, because I didn't like the band name for the NWO. Mm-mm. Like, it's not a good stable them, name. Just call them the elite. Call them the boys. You call them the fucking boys. Call them the boys. And I think, like, we'll understand, you know? The, the important thing is, we now have a five-man team for Blood and Guts. Well, what would it be? It would be uh, Young Bucks, uh, Good Brothers, and Omega against... Anybody. We have a five-person faction for Blood and Guts. 
and I like it. I want to see where they're going. I I like the idea that this is happening. I've said before, I, I just want Impact to just merge. Like, I'm a big just, fan of Just get rid of it, you know? Do the same with some other things, too, if you can. Like, But uh, I, I like that they are doing that because like, it's people talking, you know? I'm a big fan of merging. So then there's SmackDown. And with SmackDown, we got Big E and Apollo Crews do a double pinfall draw. And Apollo Crews is like, well, what the hell? I want another match right now. Slaps Big E. Big E's like, all right, here you go. And beats him by pinfall. So I like that. That was kind of neat. Oh, well, yeah, I think that's awesome. You know, Big E deserves to be a solid champion. We got, at the beginning of the show, 21 minutes worth of Roman Reigns complaining about Adam Pearce having booked a gauntlet match for the uh, number one contender spot and for getting into the whole thing with Roman, uh, uh, not Roman, uh, Kevin Owens last week. And he says, you know, are you, do you think I'm stupid? Are you stupid? You call Vince McMahon stupid? Well, that must mean you think I'm stupid and all this other kind of stuff. I liked it. I just thought that, it, you know, I don't think that these things need to start off for 20 minutes worth of talking. As long as it's Roman, do it. He, uh, back, he meaning Adam Rose, uh, Adam Rose. Wow. <laughs> Adam Rose. Why the hell did I go with Adam Rose? Well, Oh, uh, <laughs> when's the last time I talked about Adam Rose? Four years ago, maybe. Uh, don't be a lemon. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> Adam Rose, I, I, like not Adam Cole. You know, no, I guess Adam Adam Rose. <laughs> <laughs> so Adam Pierce has a new assistant, Sonya Deville. So, I personally. I'm offended for Billy Kay. <laughs> yeah, she should have been like. that role. I know what it's like to go to that job interview and to have your resume and to have your headshot and somebody else who did not have any of that stuff just gets the job. So I'm offended for Billy. But I'll have to let it die because I do like Sonya Deville. Billy Kay may be a new member of the Riot Squad because she cried and convinced them to kind of go along with her a little bit. She has a mosh pit expert on her resume now. I love it. I, everything about Billy Kay is so good. Yeah, I like Billy Kay. And then I worry they're going to run it into the ground. Yeah, they will. Because <laughs> they did it with Otis. Otis was fun. It's a tucky, it's a ham. And then they ran that into the ground. <laughs> Maybe Billy Kay can apply to be a ham. <laughs> I think Billy Kay is showing that she's a ham. Uh, I like that. Uh, that was good. Uh, uh Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Those those dirty dogs. Them. Uh, they are the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Why? The dirty dogs caught a bone, and now those dirty dogs will be buried. Along with that bone. Because, I'll tell you why. You want to know why? Because Street Profits have had the tag titles for a year. And you got to drop it to somebody to be able to make them getting it back anything that's interesting. I can't. I like. I, 
maybe they go with the Ray and Dominic thing now. But I was just like, wow, man, Street Profits versus Usos makes perfect sense for WrestleMania. You never know. There's still a lot of time to go. If they give it back to the Street Profits, it's like, well, why'd you take it off to begin with? Just to waste time. I don't I don't like it. It, it doesn't matter. They can hot potato. I, they can hot potato any belt, really. But these belts especially, because they're the fucking tag titles. Nobody cares. It's a shame. Um, then we got the gauntlet match. Sami Zayn immediately gets eliminated by Rey Mysterio, who loses to Shinsuke so- Nakamura. I, I want to put out there, when I saw this gauntlet match announced, I had two questions. Oh, I had two immediate thoughts. One was, why is Daniel Bryan in this match? Me too. When he was announced for the Rumble. And the second was, I guess Rey Mysterio is going to Royal Rumble. That's what I thought too. And by this point, Roman Reigns and everybody had figured out, they're going to put Adam Pearce in the match. So I'm like, alright, well, Adam Pearce has to win now. And Nakamura goes on a tear. He beats Rey Mysterio. He beats King Corbin and he beats Daniel Bryan. They shake hands afterwards. So maybe they're going to turn Nakamura babyface. I don't know. And Reigns and Uso uh, come out with Adam Pierce and they attack Nakamura. Super kick Pierce. <laughs> Place him on top of him. And it's like, there you go. Now you beat Nakamura. Now you're fighting Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble. I liked it. I like it a lot. Adam Pierce deserves this. I also liked that it wasn't Daniel Bryan that they beat at the end. Because that would have been too easy. Because then it's like, oh, he would have been the number one contender. So now he has to win the Royal Rumble instead. And remember when you did that to me, that was a shitty thing for you to do, whatever. I liked that they gave a random spot to Nakamura. Because by the time he eliminates two people and then he beats Daniel Bryan, you're like, oh, shit, Nakamura, look at that. I like it. Big fan. Big, big fan. So we're getting Goldberg against McIntyre and Adam Pierce against Roman Reigns. Huh. You know what? I'm interested. Yeah. Gotta say that. They got me intrigued. At this point, I prefer that to everything else. Intrigue is important. There's four matches on the card, and all four matches are ones that I'm interested in seeing. And even though three of them, not four of them, three of them have matches that I'm like, I don't know who's going to win that. The fourth one, obviously, Adam Pierce is not winning the championship. But that's not the story. The story isn't, can Adam Pierce win the t- title? It's like, no, what's going on with Roman beating the shit out of uh, Adam Pierce, you know? I don't think I've seen a single Adam Pierce match now that I'm thinking about it. You should look it up. Adam Pierce, former NWA world champion. Adam Pierce is awesome. And I'm excited. It's got my thumbs up, my seal of approval. Uh, there's the hot tags. I think that's it. Unless they trademark something else in the meantime. Uh, no. Are you sure we're not forgetting something? I kind of feel like we are, but no, I don't think so. New SmackDown tag champs. India, Jay White, Dusty Rhodes, TakeOver, TNT title, Tarzan Boy, trademarks. I think that's it. We ran through quite a bit, so hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Hopefully you've got some opinions about some of these things too and that you're dropping them in the comments below, typing them out, letting us know what your thoughts are. 
Obviously, if you want to stay tuned and listen to the next round of hot tags for anything else that's going to happen over the next few days, that'll be coming up next week. And in the meantime, that's going to switch over to some other different things that we've got going on, because the next thing you're going to be hearing from us is going to be the next episode of the Paul Heyman Smackdown podcast. That's coming up tomorrow. Yeah, so this is the January 9th edition. This is the wedding of Don Marie Allison. Because, Lord help us, we need a wedding. And we get more advancement of Team Angle and what's going on with Brock Lesnar leading up to the 2003 Royal Rumble, which will be coming to your Patreon feeds very soon and might even feature Tony. Very much might. Started watching that. Very good. (laughs) We both were thinking that the other one was going to start talking then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're both like oh he's talking all right no he's not <laughs> well there you go so where else can they follow you guys uh well not uh, yeah i guess you, i can tell you where to follow callum callum is at wigmeister 14 he's a good twitter follow doesn't feel a lot but when he does it's good uh i'm at dude Felice. i'm getting a lot of followers like i'm almost at 800 and i think at the start of last year i was at like two and change so it's been a big year and uh check me out there check me out on fightful.com fightful gaming fightful scraps fightful select sean has updates about supposed heat with seth rollins and matt riddle uh sean has updates that we'll be talking about on this very podcast next week because fightful select has all the good updates and yeah that's uh it for me I got plenty of stuff happening right now. Obviously, fanboysanonymous.com is a place where you'll find all the things that are not the pro wrestling stuff. We're bringing um, it back to life, Johnny. Basically, we are with the way that we've been doing all these different things. So recently, we've done a couple different podcasts, and I've got some other stuff that we are working on to come up in the future. I know that we're going to try to do a – well, we are going to do. Let's put it that way. We're going to do something for the Batman Soul of the Dragon movie that's coming out. We recently did a review point for Pixar Soul. We did the one for Wonder Woman. If you didn't check that out recently, I got the six flicks picks up for the year, assuming things get released the way that they're supposed to be released. Coming up soon, we got one division. So we're going to get into that as that series goes on. We're watching. Can we, can we say what we're watching? Thanks to Patreon sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. We're watching Mulan. The original. The original, hell yeah. Like, and I was talking to Calum about this. Calum was very surprised that you have not seen this movie. And yeah, hell yeah. We're going to watch some Mulan. Uh, we're going to sing some songs. You know, it's going to be a good time. I'm all for more Disney properties in 2021. Might not be singing for the uh, copyright infringement thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, poo. <laughs> But that stuff's going to happen over on fanboysanonymous.com, so check that out if you're interested in any of those things. Any of the stuff on the movie and video game and TV and comic book side of things, you'll find over on there. Check out the merchandise shops that happened on that. Follow the Facebook and Twitter accounts all over the place, the fanboy stuff and the Smart Out Moment stuff. Go to the uh, Spotify and the Amazon Music pages and everything that's happening there. If you're listening to that, hit us a Give us a follow or a like or a star rating or whatever is happening on those sides of things. Check out eWrestling News and Bleacher Report for different articles that I've got up, which you could always find on my Twitter at Tony Mango. 
that you should be following if you're on Twitter. Check out the Facebook pages and just kind of stay tuned because there's lots of stuff happening. Too many things to keep track of for even me to plug. (laughs) Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. 475 is in the bag and we will talk to you next time with the probably the fan ounce table of the 1991 Royal Rumble and then the um, mailbag and then the Royal Rumble predictions. So that's coming All up. All right. That's exciting, man. Some good stuff coming your way. Yeah. That's it for this edition, though. Thank you for listening to this, everybody. This has been another Smart Out Moment. And we're being counted out. <laughs>